This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Ever wonder about the stories of the women around you? We wanted to create an intentional space for women to share the wisdom they have gained through life experiences. Tune in to be in awe of some of the Wonder Woman in our midst. Wondering Woman on ORFM Dunedin. Kia ora and welcome to our next episode of Wondering Woman. I'm your host today, Amy Armstrong, and I have today with me a very special guest, a young woman I've known for a long time. Her name is Kylie Ann Han Kelvin. Um, she is, I was going to say a dental student, but I believe we are now a dentist. Is that right, Kylie? You are right. Exciting. (laughs) So yeah, Kylie is originally from Malaysia, and I've known her for a long time. She's been in my church choir, and um, yeah, it's just a really special young woman. So it's my pleasure to introduce Kylie here today. Welcome, Kylie. Oh, thank you for having me. And hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hello out there, big wide world. (laughs) (laughs) So Kylie... I just want to talk to you today a bit about your journey to Dunedin and your journey of study and and how it's been uh, here. I know you've looked after your two younger sisters for many years. And um, yeah, so what year did you come to Dunedin? Ooh, what year did I come to Dunedin? 2011, I think mid 2011. And it was during winter. So mm. it was a very big change, a tropical well, weather straight to very cold Dunedin. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And did you come on your own at first? I came with my mom and dad and both my sisters. Um, and also my cousin, they came They came with me for, I think, a week or two. And then I'm on my own <laughs> after that. Wow. So that was nice that they all came to help you transition for those first couple of weeks but then how was it when do you remember it was 10 years ago now when they all left how did you feel I remember that feeling because my parents left first it was parents and uh, both my sisters left first it was just me and my cousin the moment they left I remember just breaking down immediately just crying yeah and I felt like I could never, ever survive alone. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Um, I mean, understandable, but knowing you now and and how well you've done, it's just really interesting to reflect back, isn't it, to that really hard start of such a huge change. Mm. So, yeah, what were your, what did you do? How did you cope? Um. There's a lot of a lot of um, you know a lot of prayers mm. and of course God, but also a lot of really really good friends around me that helped me out. Mm. Um, and because away from home, your friends become so someone that you um, rely on at times, and some of them became like a very close knit family. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say, and that's how I basically um, survived in Dunedin. <laughs> wow. And did you know these people or were they like brand new friends that you'd just met for the first time? Brand new friends. Wow. Brand new friends. <laughs> wow. 
That's a real testament to like strength of both faith and and yourself and perseverance and and just showing that you can do it. You can um, make the big change. Um, dig deep and and have a new sort of family, a different kind of family and a new community. Um, yeah, that's a really good good story. Mm. And then you did you just dive into your studies? <laughs> yeah. Well, I started off with foundation year. Foundation year was fun. Oh, it was like cool. basically a holiday, but also with studies. <laughs> but it was mostly holiday. <laughs> but that was really fun. And that's where I get to know um, lots of my friends that I'm still in touch with today. Oh, wow. So what yeah. is f- Foundation Year? Some of our listeners won't know what that is. Can you give us a brief description of what that means? Uh, I guess Foundation is a little bit like pre-university, a little bit like high school before you transition into um, university. And for uh, because I was from a Malaysian school, so they basically want me to transition nicely, slowly and nicely, basically get get into the um, New Zealand uh, environment and then with the friends, everyone er uh, around me, and then also how the education works, slowly transition and, and then Pulsai first year. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. So um, was it mostly international students that were coming to a new culture and a new educational system? Is, is that who enrolls in the foundational year? Mostly. There's also lots of um, New Zealanders, um, Kiwis in my class as well. Okay. Just to There's help, a mix of everyone. <laughs> help them prepare for university because it's, it's different to high school or college yeah. as they call it here. <laughs> Yeah, or like if you're unsure of what you're going to get into yet, and that's a really good place to start. Mm. Or like if you're already, you're working for a few years and you decide to go and go back into studying, foundation year would be the best way to start. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Um, I don't, back in the States when I was at uni a few years ago now, um, we didn't, oh, I never heard of anything like that, but it, it sounds really helpful for all all types of people. Mm. <laughs> cool. So then you started. He- you started HealthSci. Mm-hmm. I said it. HealthSci. Health Science was a very difficult year, I guess, for me. Uh-huh. Um, I think it is for most people. Eh? It's, it's. Oh yeah. <laughs> I never like the competitiveness, like the thinking you have to compete with your friends. It's really um, uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Especially when you <laughs> want to be supporting each other. Right? You need support in that time. So health science here at in New Zealand is, or at least at Otago, is a year where if you're going to go on a health science track, you take this first year of uni. And um, I think depending on how many spots there are in med or dental or physio or different health science courses, um, you you get in depending on how many spots there are and and what your grades are. So it, that's just a bit of background and why it's so competitive and and quite stressful for young people, mostly 17, 18, 19-year-olds who have maybe never been away from home before and mm-hmm. maybe aren't quite sure of what they want to study. And, um, exactly, yes. It's a really... 
it's yeah. another test of perseverance, isn't it? Yes, that's very true. Yeah. And then when I came here specifically to New Zealand, because um, it was because of my auntie, because she did dental school here. Oh, wow. That's right. I forgot you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's what I had in my brain, <laughs> like in my mind since foundation year. And then during Hellsai, I had second thoughts. I'm like, oh, maybe dental school's not right for me. What if I study halfway? And then I decided, oh, it's not for me. And then I stop and then change. It's maybe a little bit too much. So instead of pursuing my own, my original dream to become a dentist, I went another path before going back to dental school. Hmm. And what then what did you change to? What did you change? I changed to human nutrition. Ah, that's right. <laughs> and was it just partly to take the pressure off yourself um, for study and marks and grades and stuff? A little bit like that. And also a little bit because of my background in school with all the bullying and also being a little bit overweight, which is why I got bullied because I was quite chubby and fat. And I thought the nutrition pathway would help me help people that had the same struggles I had in the past. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Gosh, Kylie, you're such an amazing person. But and interesting that you say that because I've never, I mean, obviously I didn't know you in high school, but I've never thought of you as chubby or, at all. So it's sort of the perception, isn't it, for young women and what our body types are meant to look like. Like yeah. that's it's horrible what we have to go through with others, let alone within our own heads, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks it's very... It's okay. I was going to say, thanks for sharing that. I think that's helpful for other young women out there that, uh, yeah, that was a really healthy way to deal with it, and um, you made it through. Yeah. You know, you, have to, you just have to be positive at times. It's very hard, especially when you're going through, when you're being bullied or you're going through stuff, and then you're also not very confident in yourself. You just have to sometimes look away and then think of a something positive because whatever you're going through right now is not permanent mm. and it's up to you to change. And of course, there's lots of, for me, there's lots of, a lot of, a lot of prayer, a lot of help from God, a lot of support from other people as well that you trust mm. uh, to help me really stay positive. Wow. Mm. Gosh, it's fun doing this with people I know because I learn new things and <laughs> inspiring things. That's that's really awesome, Kylie. So was the bullying mainly in high school or did it continue here a bit? No, it's mainly in high school. Okay. Um, it started, if I remember correctly, half year, mid-year of my first year in high school, um, a bunch of people came up to me and they were like, oh, you are so fat. We hate you. And that started. And that's oh how it started. Gosh. <laughs> how awful for you, Kylie. <laughs> wow. And was was your family aware of it? Did they help you through that? I did not tell them. No. Unfortunately, I didn't tell them because I was afraid that it might become into something bigger. But because of that also, um, it became even worse because um, the bull bull bullies, they... They did even much more um, horrible stuff 
like pushing me down the stairs and stuff like that. But wow, it's okay. I'm okay now. We sure are. <laughs> You're amazing. Um, oh, but that makes me so sad. What some no, people are capable of. <laughs> it's, it's just it's a good thing to talk about because like you say you didn't want to tell your family um probably because you didn't want to stress them out or yeah. or a bit of shame or um but it makes it harder and mm. i think this is common this is why i think it's helpful to talk about it is that you don't talk about it because of the shame but then it it becomes harder for you. You have to internalize it and deal with it all by yourself. Mm. Yeah. But um, I, re- I remember one point I was just thinking to myself, like, why is this happening to me? Mm. What does it mean? Maybe it's better off without me kind of thing. Mm. I was having all these thoughts and then in Sunday school, well, and then I thought I, I saw like an apparition well, like, I think I saw Jesus or something like that, like a very bright light that said, you know, I'm here. I know what you're going through. Wow. And then suddenly a sister came behind me and saying, you know, he knows what you're going through. So I was like, oh, my gosh, chills. Wow. I think all that, all that basically um, after that, I just, it just didn't matter. <laughs> all the bullying stuff. That's amazing. So you had that <laughs> experience of, God just saying God was there to help you and love you and support you through this. Yeah, especially when I was having the, all those really bad thoughts. Yeah, scary mm. thoughts. And mm. that's what bullying does. It makes you feel so worthless and that your life isn't even worth anything. But but it's it's never true, but it's hard to know that when you're in such a low point. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, especially in high school, because high school, mm. basically, that's your world. You still don't know what's outside of high school, which is yeah. why it makes everything even much more um, difficult. Yeah. And you're dealing with hormones and self-esteem issues and self-identity issues. It's like, <laughs> and but to be honest, it's not an excuse, but it's why the bullies do what they do as well. I think they have very low self-esteem. They yeah. might be jealous of you if you, if you were quite a smart um likable young woman um you know it's it's their own issues that they're projecting onto you which as a 13 year old you probably don't have the clarity to see that but it's it's helpful to talk about it so if it ha- happens to other people they might be able to say hey this actually isn't about me this is about this person who's probably going through or has gone through their own hard stuff but it's Mm -hmm. never okay it's not an i'm not saying it to excuse them but i'm saying if it's helpful for the person who's on the end of getting bullied if you can say this isn't about me (laughs) but that's so hard to do (laughs) oh kylie you're amazing i didn't know that um any of that or that our conversation would go this way today, but I think um, <laughs> I think it's really helpful for other people. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's all good. <laughs> and yeah, and the other the other sort of 
reason why it's so amazing is what you've come through and so you came to a whole new culture which in a way may have been helpful to get away from some of that bullying stuff um and a fresh start which which was hard for you but in the end went well with new good friends and community yeah yeah everyone was really really nice here because uh, when i first came here um i was very scared to voice up my opinions mm. because of what happened in school. Mm. But then everyone here, they're very encouraging. They're like, you have to speak out what you, th- what you think inside. You can't just keep it all in. Mm. People need to hear to know what you're thinking. It's very important. So that's very nice. So who um, helped you? Was it your lectures or your friends or who was saying the, those positive messages to you? My foundation friends. Oh. Yeah. That's they were amazing. really nice. Yeah, they mm. sound amazing. Were they from all different cultures? They were. They were. Uh, some were from the same country, Malaysia, and then we have Taiwanese. We have some from um, Middle East, and then uh, some are local. Mm. Uh, some I might not have mentioned, but. <laughs> Hmm, can't really remember, but it's all all around, and everyone was very helpful. Hmm. <laughs> I think because that's the positive thing. Often on the show, I will we have guests who aren't from Dunedin or New Zealand, and we talk hmm. about the cultural issues and how it's hard to um, sort of be a part of a culture that you weren't born into, and it isn't sort of natural the humor or the language or whatever, but a really positive side of that is the fresh start. And especially in a multicultural environment, everybody comes from different perspectives and places and helps you see things in a new way. Yes, I agree. For me, because um, I come from Minnesota, which is, um, I grew up in a very sort of white middle class um, area and like I remember my elementary school there was one boy of color and like one in the whole school of hundreds it's like and everyone was very nice to him there was no racism but well that I was aware of but um it was very monocultural so when I came to New Zealand um I mean I had done some traveling in university and done some service projects in Guatemala and and elsewhere and that as well as moving to New Zealand, it really opens up your eyes to um, other ways of thinking and living. And um, yeah, it's both challenging and um, life-giving, I think. Mm. Wow. So um, I wanted to keep going with your story and, and hear how you came back to dentistry. <laughs> um Oh, okay. Dentistry. So before that, because I was in nutrition, hmm. and then I kept having this feeling that I wanted to be in the teeth-related world. Hmm. <laughs> because every year I go back to Malaysia and I uh, follow my auntie around in her practice. Hmm. And then it gives me a sense of happiness, I, I guess. Um Every day, every time when she sees a patient, they all walk out so happy. And she would be so satisfied with her work. Mm. 
And then um, every time I thought to myself, I'm like, I really want to be like that. And then it's so interesting because I, if you don't know, each tooth or teeth in your mouth, they've got very different anatomy. Mm-hmm. And that got me interested. Uh, I'm like, oh, so cool. <laughs> wow, fascinating. Yeah. So um, I think towards the end of my bachelor year, I tried I tried applying into dental school, but that wasn't really successful. And then I kept trying again after postgraduate. And then, and then I finally got accepted into dental school. <laughs> wow. So how many yeah. times? You tried two times? Two times, say two or three times. Wow. So when you finished your human nutrition degree, mm-hmm. did you work or did you just go straight back into study? I did postgraduate. And then um, when I was doing postgraduate degree, um, I tried again mm. because I was like, maybe this time I'm ready. Mm. It's also a, a thing I believe like, um, I believe God's telling me something. Mm. If I would have applied earlier, probably I wasn't fit. I'm not fit to do that at that time with all my, um, the way how I handled things. Mm. So I guess after postgraduate degree, he's like, okay, I think you're ready. (laughs) Because the process of getting into dental school was much, much more smoother as well. Mm. So I thought, yeah, I think that's a sign. Yeah, Mm. that's really cool. And I, I love hearing the journey. A couple of things I love about what you've shared is that you trusted that feeling you kept having like that uh when you were had that lightness or that joy of watching your auntie and her practice and the patients mm-hmm. going out and it was something in you wasn't it, it was speaking to you saying hey yeah. something in me lights up when i see this or think about this or learn that each tooth has its own anatomy <laughs> Like like when something like that excites you it's sort of like it's a calling isn't it like this is your thing this is this is for kylie (laughs) and thank goodness now we're at the end of the well hopefully the journey gets better yeah but now i'm i'm finally graduating from dental school that's that's amazing (laughs) and the other thing i love is your perseverance and how you said that so you tried like two or three times, but you still trusted that voice inside you saying, actually, I'm going to give it another go. And, um, Mm. and that, that you had the wisdom to see that, uh, it was the right time. And so even though your journey wasn't exactly how you thought it was going to go, it was a bit more winding. Um, Mm -hmm. but every step along the way was valuable. You learned lots through your human nutrition and you were a bit more mature when you entered dental school and um yeah I just think it's an awesome journey and it's great how you've reflected back on it and seen the path that was meant for you yeah I agree I I also um every time when I share this in prayer groups I'd always say if I did get into dental school early on um, the journey probably won't feel that worth it, or I probably might have given up halfway. Never know. And then right now, um, reflecting back again, it's given me so much, the people that I've met in the journey, uh, what I've experienced, the ups and downs. Um, it just 
becomes this whole big thing that creates you into a much more stronger person. Mm. Mm. That's awesome, Kylie. Um, and here you are, a dental school <laughs> graduate <I> and <laughs> starting a new job, I believe. Is it next Friday? Um, the Monday after next day. Oh, it's so close now. <laughs> it's so close. <laughs> but that's so exciting after all oh, you've been through and all the hard work you've put in. Um, here you are. And I mean, it's not the end. It's the start of the next chapter, isn't it? It's the start of the next chapter. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and challenging times as well with um, finishing in the COVID pandemic, finishing your degree, um, that must have been challenging. Yeah, with all the last, because uh, the dental school is what the university had to come up with all these different plans that make it work hmm. with COVID. Um, but I think they did an awesome job because we all still learn lots mm. despite of, you know, having to cut stuff down, mm. being able to graduate and then continue to helping people after graduation, which is pretty cool. And will you postpone your graduation or what will you do? Because they canceled them this year, didn't they? They did. Unfortunately, they did. But um, for the safety of everyone, I think that's the best um, decision yeah. made. Um, I will be postponing it to next year yeah. either may or august because it would be great if my parents can come over that as would well. be amazing oh well kylie i want to say to you congratulations on your graduation and um thanks for sharing all you have about your journey today oh, thank you we're just about out of time but um, the way we finish every episode of Wondering Women, I didn't give you a heads up for this, is we ask the same question to every guest. And the question is, what advice would you give your younger self th that you wish you would have known to help you through the journey, to help you get to where you were today that might have made the journey a bit easier for you? I'd probably say to my younger self, you know, um, stay positive. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're experiencing right now is not the end. It's not permanent. Mm -hmm. You can only decide what you want to be in the future. So you hold the pen and you can write down whatever you want on that empty paper. And then you can color it as beautiful as you want. Mm -hmm. Lovely. <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. I mean, the whole show you've offered advice or wisdom of what, um, could be helpful to your younger self and to other younger women. So thank you for that. I've always yeah. known Kylie was an amazing young woman, but wow, I think <laughs> even more so after our little conversation here today. So <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, just such a brave and, um, you know, willing to be vulnerable to get through and become a stronger person. So thanks. Uh -huh. Thanks for sharing that today. Um, we wish you all the best in your new journey as a dentist. And uh, thanks to all our listeners for listening in to hearing some of Kylie's awesome journey. And um, have a great rest of your week. And tune in next time for our next guest and episode of Wondering Woman. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.